right. Hello, my name is Lenny D'Angelo, uh, participating in the Art Sound Off Challenge, which is 30 days of audio journaling, uh, 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 inspired and created by the Lean Into Art podcast, Art Sound Off. Day seven? Yes. And today's prompt, I'm going by the prompts I put forward uh, on artsoundoff.com. Day prompt, uh, uh, day seven prompt, excuse me, is uh, beginning. Oh, and this topic, man, I love beginning. And here's a funny thing, which sounds like set up for a joke, and it is not. This is, I'm being serious. I wrote a poem about beginnings entitled Beginnings. What do you know about that? The first line of that poem, as I recall, is I love you beginnings. So, I love beginnings. Does that, by the way, anything douchier than quoting your own poetry? <laughs> anything at all? No? Is that on the list? It at least made the list. It's at least top ten douchey things to do. Number one being, uh, maybe when you pull your ball cap down over your, not just backwards. Backwards is on the list too, but number one, man, you pull it down over your, your brow. That's douchey, man. Limp biscuit style. <laughs> there ain't nothing douchier than that. What, what's the matter? Your, your bald and your eyebrows are gone? Are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't make fun. I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had that. Alopecia, is that it? It's okay. I'm sorry. Look, just embrace it. Don't do this. This is ridiculous looking. Limp biscuit style. What's that dude's name? Oh, I can't remember. Waiter! <laughs> Waiter, these biscuits are limp. I distinctly remember ordering the stiff biscuits. These are all over the place. These are soggy and, oh, I can't eat this. And it's cold. And you were 15 minutes late bringing our waters. Oh, this is off the rails. Listen, I love beginnings. That's what I wanted to say. I love beginnings because, uh, for many reasons, and I'm afraid that I have done a whole thing, a whole spiel on this, on a past thing, and I, I'm always afraid of this because these prompts. I took a break from this, this challenge, and these prompts, I believe, have some overlap, and I'm a little afraid that I already did this whole thing. You know, when you get old, it's funny. Maybe not. Maybe it had nothing to do with age. Maybe it's just your brain. When you, I, but I am finding as I get old, and as my, as I interact with my parents more as they get old, our conversation's exactly the same every time. I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm being completely serious this time. But the conversation is completely the same every time. I have to, and it, and they don't have any any mental uh, uh, disabilities or uh, or uh, degenerative diseases. Okay, just to be clear on that, I'm not making fun of their situation, but I believe this is a natural evolution of the brain, which is like, a, I don't know, it's like all paths lead to certain topics. That's what it's like I'm talking to my parents. I get them on a horn or when I'm visiting at Christmas or whatever, get them there. And it's like, mom, dad, I wanted to tell you about these new things that happened to me. And eventually we're talking about how to, how to in the 50s, uh, uh, th that was the last great error in, in, in the United States. Eventually, that all, all topics lead to that. 
all roads lead to this one this one particular street and on that street are beautifully manicured lawns and and small little cracker box houses and leave it to beaver and and, and uh, wally are walking down the street with a stick uh, uh you know poking things with a stick that's that's where all roads lead well in my brain unfortunately all roads lead to these topics that I've been hashing through, and one of them being beginnings. So I'm a little afraid that I always talk about this. All right, end of episode. I'm just kidding. Uh, I love beginnings for a reason. And the reason is because of something I'm still struggling with in my life, especially now that I'm back in school. And it's something as a teacher, by the way, I've been teaching. As a teacher, I notice in students, it's the same, and, and it's the same disease. We've all got it. It's a disorder of so of sorts. It's a, you know, the call it the creative disorder. And if you don't have this, count your blessings because it is a little bit debilitating. And that is the inability to see things through to the end. And I have that. And here's why: because I love beginnings so much. Beginnings are the. Uh, well, that's the way that that I get sucked into something is like all the raw potential that's that's out in the open. Oh, it's like not like the conversation that leads to my to the 1950s was the last great error. By the way, those of you nostalgic for the 1950s, I have a feeling you were little kids, like seven or eight years old. Yet yeah, you don't get to say as an eight-year-old, that this is the greatest error in our uh, in our history, you know? That's not really up to you. You're eight years old. Of course it's the greatest era. You're out playing stickball until your ma calls you in for dinner, and everybody's dinner had a chocolate cake at the end, according to those videos, according to the movies that I've seen and the episodes of, of Beaver that I've watched. Man, I love Leave it to Beaver, I'll tell you what. that That is my favorite old show. You can keep your father knows best and your Dobie Gillis, which is a pretty good one. You can keep those. Your your, uh, your uh, uh, real McCoys and your uh, 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 the courtship of Eddie's father and your, and your, uh, your uh, Mr. Ed's. Uh, you can keep all of them. I'm keeping Leave It to Beaver close to the chest because I love that thing so much. Leave It to Beaver, man. Gee whiz, Wally. What do you suppose we should do about this or that? Well, we can't tell mom and dad. They'll kill us. They always said that, too. Well, they would always say, dad's going to kill us. Their dad never raised their hand to either one of those boys. Their dad would be like, I'm disappointed, but I, you know, I hope you've learned something today, boys. <laughs> dad's going to kill us? Really? Let me tell you what killing your children looks like. You go to your dad and you say, dad, I spilled some paint. Oh, I'm doing a thing from the breakfast club now. I wasn't going to say anything that extreme. I'm just saying they would be like, get out there with a scraper. Fix that up. Uh, see, at the beginning, oh, a perfect segue. In the beginning of this recording, I was not as uh, distracted. So the potential for the thing was amazing. Could have been anything at that point. It could have been the best recording I've ever done in the beginning. It, it was never, it never started out to be the worst. That's why I love beginnings so much. 
nothing ever started out to be the worst, you know. It always started out with all of the uh, uh, hope. That's what it is. That's the word that comes up in my poem all the time, is hope. That's what a beginning is. Now, here's the unfortunate thing about my psychology. I have to face, in every project, at least once or twice, a moment of uh, a, a sheer terror where I'm like, oh, my God, look at the crap that I just made. Look at how this is turning out. Now, with a painting, that is the, every painting goes through an ugly phase, much like your children will. Uh, never you, of course, but your children. You go through an ugly phase, get a little awkward. Things ain't quite fitting right. It looked like a Mr. Potato Head a little bit. That's not their fault. That's part of growing up. And it's the same thing with your artwork, I think, especially painting. I don't know what it is about painting. It's got too many variables. There's the, the value, there's the color, there's the shapes, there's hard and soft edges. Drawings don't have that. Not, not as much. Not unless you were doing realistic graphite rendering, which nobody should do. Anyway. Uh, drawings are a little bit more uh, manageable, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. When you add color and all that, it, it changes things, of course. But paintings have this uh, materiality to them. There's a quality to them. You're the dealing with the brush stroke. You're dealing with the texture sometimes. You're dealing with the intensity of the color. You're dealing with the, the soft and hard edges of the, the form. You're dealing with value which is number one, and balancing value while managing color shifts, that's temperature shifts and, and hue and saturation uh, shifts, become a, a, a very, very, very complicated quickly. And a whole one bad move can, can throw the whole thing off. Ah, now I am repeating myself. I know I did a, a whole audio journal of years ago because I was working on this painting that went to shit. And it, it bummed me the hell out because I had one night to work on it and it was in good shape when I started. Beginnings were there. The hope was there because I'm like, well, I have a good underpainting and it's a solid thing. And I made a few wrong choices with color and value and the whole thing fell apart. And I couldn't salvage it again. And that happens. And that's why I love beginnings more than finishing. And that's why I'm struggling right now. So let's bring this into the present. Uh, I'm working on a series of paintings that are intended to go into a book for my uh, uh, semester project as a graduate student. I'm, I'm, I'm accountable to this uh, committee of people and a, crit a cr criticism committee as well of, of other students and we meet uh, bi-weekly to discuss our progress. So I have to have progress bi-weekly. Which isn't, it doesn't sound like a big deal when you're unemployed and you've got studio space and all that. But I'm, you know, balancing all of this. I came up with an epic beginning and I was very thrilled to get started on this series of paintings. And quick, what quickly happens is I realize that a lot of the uh, uh, undecided factors and the uh, uncertainties of the future of this project are the ones that I'm encountering now. And you don't encounter those in the beginning. And that's the great thing about beginnings, is it's a little bit ignorant. Uh, naive. Is that a better word? I think it's both, to be perfectly honest. There's a, an intentional naivete to starting something. At least when I do it. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to sit and fantasize about things that I would do. 
uh, projects that I would do. It's, I know, I was a wee kid. We had a lot of time driving around with my childhood, sitting in the back of a car trying not to throw up. So sometimes I would fantasize about that maybe this is where I got this complex. About, about projects I would do or, or things I would build or, or draw or, or uh, books I would write and all that stuff. I was a pretty creative kid, but I didn't necessarily know how to do any of those things. As an adult, I don't feel much different than that. I often sit and fantasize, like, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, wouldn't it be awesome if I could take, and, and I'll get a spark of an idea, and that idea sets you down on a road and on a path of thinking about how great it would be if that idea came to fruition. And all of the uh, doors it would open to you, these are, these are adult thoughts now, all of the doors that are closed to you now, think of this project. If this project went, well, look at all the doors that would open. Look at this path that would be open to you. Look at that. You, suddenly you got a machete and you could cut a path through the thing that was previously overgrown, etc., etc. All of that is a little bit of a, a shooting yourself in the foot for the future. A little bit. Uh, because uh, sometimes you just need to do the thing you, you want to do, the project. And sometimes the project shouldn't be so epic that it takes you 10 years. And sometimes the, there shouldn't be 30 pieces of, of art between you and a finished project. Sometimes it ought to be one and done. Sometimes you ought to set your sights a little bit lower. And that's a very grown-up thought, very mature, that I grapple with. I need my beginnings to be a little more mature. I need my relationship with beginnings to be more mature than, than in the previous years of my life. Because uh, I'm romance, man. I'm, I'm a romantic at heart. If we're talking about beginnings, I'm so romantic. I'm on Tinder and I'm like, how many beginnings can I set up this week? Because I want to love them all. Uh, but honestly, you can't handle all that. I can't handle one Tinder date. I'll tell you what. One Tinder date. I'm I'm one Tinder date away from suicide. I think, I don't think I want to even dip my toe in those waters. There are piranhas in there. Don't go in there. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Gathering my thoughts again. Um. Yeah, I need to have a more mature relationship with my beginnings, so that I I know before I get romanced. And, and sucked up into the whirlwind of, of the whole thing. Did I, uh, did I say whirlwind? I love that. It's coined here, whirlwind. That is, I don't know, it, it describes the zeitgeist going on uh, 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 globally. The global zeitgeist is a whirlwind. Uh, I think... I think I, I need to be a little bit less naive when it comes to beginnings. I need to be more like a weathered old man. The, the weathered old man that I'm becoming. I, that I can say, well, yes, there is promise in this, but I don't think I should uh, go overboard with, uh, uh, you know, how, how much I love uh, the idea of, 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 of all of this all of what this will be and that's been my problem with I love beginnings because I think of all that it will be or could be there's a lot of coulds um, not a lot of 
play anymore uh, or uh, realism in the the the, uh, the coulds. Not a lot of, of of maybes in my beginning. You know, it's a lot of oh yes, for sure, that's that's happening. So that's not very mature, and it, it certainly hasn't played out. And for one for one for a person to keep repeating the same uh, way of thinking this many years and then have the same disappointment. I don't think it's, I don't want to be pessimist. That's the problem. So I love the, I love the beginnings of the year and I love that I'm still romanced by them. I love that I still am infatuated with the, with the beginnings of things. That's energy that is useful and it gets you going. The problem is it doesn't sustain over time. Like any relationship, there are, uh, there are uh, hills and valleys there, uh, there. You chart it. It looks like that. Sometimes it looks like the years 2008 through 2011. A little bit. You chart it. And you're like, Meh, what was that dip? Well, oh, that's where you made a couple of bad choices on your colors. And uh, what happened there was uh, a disaster. Now, do you pull out of it? Do you keep your money in that market? wait it out and see what happens I think yes that's been my problem that's a lesson I gotta learn again again and again I gotta keep learning that lesson oh and maybe if I'm being if I'm being optimistic every one of those pits every one of those falters or uh, or uh, or setbacks in a project that is a new beginning huh how you like that maybe I should do that maybe that's mature every one of those is a new beginning so I can feel the same romance uh, for those mistakes that lead me to a place where I have to reassess and start over again, pick myself up again and say, oh, this is another opportunity for me to love you. Oh, that sounded just like a relationship self-help book. By the way, if self-help books salvaged relationships, we'd be having a whole other conversation. Uh, I like where that ended. I like where that went. I'm going to do that. I'm actually writing this down. No joke. I'm writing that down. This is why audio journaling is great for me. Okay? This is why it's great. I don't need anybody to hear what I just did. But that was meaningful to me. Thank you, Art Soundorf. And thank you, Jersey and Rob, for thinking of this thing. Yeah, let's, oh, let's wrap that up, huh? Oh, coming in under the wire. Jeez. Well, good. I'm glad I stuck around for it. All right. This is Lady Angelo. Okay. <laughs>